Hello there, Lane. Hoping your day in Minneapolis is shaping up nicely. With a high of 19 degrees and a morning of broken clouds shifting to a clear sky by evening, it sounds like a day full of contrasts. As you navigate through it, we've got some compelling stories to share with you. In the fast-paced world of startups, failure, as much as we dislike it, is pretty common. But now there's a new trend. Venture capitalists are investing in startups designed to help other VC-backed startups wind down operations smoothly. Companies like Sunset and Simple Closure are stepping in with significant funding behind them. They're making the process of shutting down less daunting by handling legal, accounting, and even the auctioning off of assets. It's an interesting shift in the startup ecosystem. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Welcome to Beyond the Headlines from Pocket Pod News. Moving on to our second story, Codified is emerging from Madrona Ventures' nurturing wings with a $4 million seed round aimed at solving data compliance issues for companies. Founder Yatharth Gupta sees the increasing importance of data and its regulation as an opportunity. Codified translates policy into code allowing for hard-coded data access rules. This could be a game changer for enterprise software. And finally, from Barcelona comes LizCore, aiming to revolutionize the indoor climbing experience with their Lizy bracelet NFC wearable that tracks climbers' performance. Not just enhancing individual experiences, but also providing gyms with valuable data insights. LizCore is on its way to scaling across Spain and Europe while also innovating safety technology for climbing gyms. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to pocketpod.app to join the waitlist. In the venture capital world, a new trend is emerging that's quite telling of the times we're in. Absolutely. As many startups face the harsh reality of shuttering their doors, there's a growing number of companies stepping in to help manage these closures more efficiently. Names like Sunset and Simple Closure are becoming increasingly familiar. PocketPod News business and finance correspondent Scott Dwyer joins us to dive deeper into this phenomenon. Scott, with a startup failure rate approaching 90% and global funding drying up, what's driving this surge in shutdown services? Well, Jonathan, it's a confluence of factors, really. The startup ecosystem is inherently risky. And with the current global economic climate, that risk is becoming more pronounced. As you mentioned, with a failure rate nearing 90% for startups and venture capital becoming scarcer, many young companies are finding themselves in untenable positions. This has paved the way for businesses like Sunset and Simple Closure that specialize in helping startups wind down operations efficiently it's a trend that underscores the reality of the high failure rate among VC-backed companies and the complexities involved in shutting down a business smoothly. It sounds like these services are filling a much-needed gap in the market. Can you talk about what exactly they offer to startups looking to shut down? Absolutely, Jonathan. Companies such as Sunset and Simple Closure offer a range of services designed to streamline the dissolution process for startups, this includes managing asset auctions, negotiating debts, and facilitating asset purchase sales. Essentially, they handle the legal, financial, and logistical headaches that come with winding down operations so founders can focus on closing their business with dignity and possibly preparing for their next venture. That seems particularly valuable, given how emotionally taxing this process can be for founders. How did this niche come about? What's driving investors to back these types of services? 
um, the niche emerged from a very real need within the startup community, a structured support system during what can be one of the most challenging times for entrepreneurs. Founders Brendan Mahoney and Grant Reingold started Sunset based on their personal experiences with business failures, recognizing a gap in comprehensive wind-down services. As for investor interest, it's largely driven by recognizing this unmet need within an increasingly volatile startup landscape. For instance, Sunset secured $1.45 million in seed funding, while Simple Closure raised $4 million after its initial $1.5 million pre-seed round. Investors like Infinity Ventures see significant market opportunity in supporting startups that make company closures less burdensome. Speaking of market dynamics and funding trends, how have these influenced startup shutdowns? Um, the downturn in global funding has had a significant impact here. After years of plentiful venture capital around 2021, there's been a stark decrease, which has left many startups without crucial lifelines for survival or growth, leading naturally to an increase in shutdowns. A sample set showed 28 private companies with peak valuations over $1 billion haven't raised funds in years, a clear sign of distress. And what does this mean for the broader venture ecosystem? Well, Jonathan, it's somewhat paradoxical, but by expediting shutdown processes through services like those offered by Sunset or Simple Closure, there's potential to alleviate some pressure on the venture ecosystem as a whole. It allows entrepreneurs to move on more swiftly to new ventures while minimizing losses for investors, essentially enabling quicker rebounds from failure, which could foster innovation and resilience within the entrepreneurial community. That's fascinating. It seems like despite being about endings, there's quite an optimistic undertone in terms of beginnings, too. Exactly. It represents a shift towards acknowledging failure as part of the entrepreneurial journey and providing support structures that allow founders to learn from their experiences without being unduly burdened by them. Scott Dwyer from PocketPod News Business and Finance. Thanks so much for breaking down this emerging trend with us today. My pleasure, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. In the world of enterprise software, data isn't just king, it's the entire kingdom. Absolutely, and with the spotlight on large language models and the ballooning of regulatory demands, companies are racing to keep up. Enter Codified, a startup that's diving headfirst into simplifying this complex issue of data compliance. Founded by data veteran Yatharth Gupta, Codified is not just another tech company. With a recent $4 million seed funding in its pocket, it's on a mission to translate policy into code, making data access controls both manageable and adaptable. And to dive deeper into how Codified plans to revolutionize data compliance in enterprise software, we're joined by PocketPod News technology analyst Paige Owens. Paige, what can you tell us about this innovative approach to policy management? Well, Steve, Codified is taking on a challenge that's becoming increasingly critical in today's data-driven world. As you mentioned, data has become the backbone of enterprise software, fueling advancements, especially in the realm of large language models. However, this reliance on data comes with its own set of challenges, particularly around ensuring compliance with ever-tightening regulations. Codified's solution seems to promise a way to navigate these waters more smoothly. It sounds like they're addressing a real need here. How exactly does Codified propose to simplify this compliance process? 
The core of Codified's approach is quite innovative. Instead of the traditional rigid software frameworks that companies might use to manage data access, which, which can be a nightmare to update and adapt, Codified translates policies into code. This means that policies can be authored in more accessible ways, like through natural language or a user interface, and then automatically codified for implementation across various systems. This not only streamlines the management of these policies, but also allows for them to be dynamically updated as necessary. That does sound innovative indeed. But what about Yatharth Gupta? His background must play a significant role in shaping Codified's vision. Absolutely, Steve. Yatharth Gupta brings over 15 years of experience at Microsoft and significant tenure at Single Store to the table. His deep understanding of the complexities surrounding data access and compliance in large organizations has directly informed Codified's mission and approach. It's his vision that by making these processes more flexible and easier to manage, companies can continue to innovate while remaining compliant. And speaking of managing processes, could you delve into how traditional methods are falling short? Sure thing, the traditional group-based access control methods many companies rely on are often static and fail to account for changes within the company, like job changes or project reassignments, leading to potential security vulnerabilities or compliance issues. By implementing hard-coded rules that can adapt dynamically based on specific conditions such as employee roles or project involvement, Codified aims to mitigate these risks significantly. With such ambitious plans for development and their future roadmap, how is this being supported financially? Codified recently announced a $4 million seed funding round backed by Vine Ventures, Soma Capital, and Madrona Venture Labs. That's a strong vote of confidence from the venture community. This influx of capital is earmarked for further developing their solution, which aims not just at modernizing policy management, but essentially redefining it. So what's next for Codified as they look toward the future? Well, while still in development stages now with a team consisting of five full-time employees along with several contractors focusing on refining their product through partnerships, they're aiming for a release candidate later this year. This step will be crucial for testing their innovation in real-world settings and iterating based on feedback before full deployment. It certainly seems like Codified is set to make waves in how companies handle data compliance moving forward. Definitely, Steve. It's an exciting time for enterprise software solutions with startups like Codified pushing boundaries and creating paths towards more secure and compliant technological environments. That was PocketPod News Technology Analyst Paige Owens. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Steve. It was great discussing this with you. In Barcelona, there's a buzz around a new player in the sports tech scene. Right. LizCore has just unveiled a game-changing system at the 4YFN show during MWC. It's all about digitizing the indoor climbing experience without any of the clunkiness of traditional wearables. And it's not just about logging climbs. LizCore is bringing a social aspect to bouldering, letting climbers compare their progress with friends through its innovative hardware and software integration. From NFC wearable technology like the Lizzie bracelet to smart climbing holds, LizCore is set to revolutionize how climbers interact with their sport and each other. PocketPod sports reporter Dustin Sherman joins us to delve deeper into how LizCore is blending physical sports with digital innovation. Absolutely, Jonathan. LizCore is indeed at the forefront of an interesting intersection between physical activity and digital enhancement, making a notable appearance at the 4YFN show during the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. Their innovative approach to digitizing the indoor climbing experience has sparked quite a bit of interest, showcasing 
how technology can be integrated into physical sports in a seamless and non-intrusive way. That sounds fascinating, Dustin. Can you elaborate on the technology LizCor introduced and why it's so appealing to climbers? Sure thing. One of the standout features of LizCor's system is its use of NFC wearable technology, specifically through something they call the Lizy bracelet. This allows climbers to log their indoor climbing performances without having to deal with bulky devices or wearables that might hinder their movement or climb. It's quite ingenious because it tackles one of the primary challenges in merging digital tracking with a sport where freedom of movement is paramount. In addition to the bracelet, they're also planning an NFC clothespin as an alternative, offering versatility in how climbers interact with their system. And who's behind this innovation? It seems like they have a deep understanding of climbers' needs. They certainly do, Jonathan. LizCor was founded by Edgar Casanovas, who is an ex-pro climber himself. This connection to professional climbing not only lends authenticity to what LizCor is doing, but also ensures that their solutions are finely tuned to address real-world needs within climbing gyms, from smart base units and top-out holds for tracking climbs effectively. What about gym integration? How does this technology fit into existing climbing gyms? Climbing gyms that choose to integrate LizCor's hardware stand to gain significantly. Beyond enabling individual climbers to track their performances accurately, these gyms receive detailed analytics on usage patterns and route popularity. This kind of data can be invaluable for gym owners and managers in terms of optimizing route setups and enhancing overall customer engagement. There seem to be additional features and future plans beyond just tracking climbing performance? Indeed, Jonathan. The NFC system that LizCor has developed could potentially revolutionize gym operations by facilitating access control, ticketing for fitness classes, implementing security measures, and even processing payments. Currently collaborating with five gyms around Spain for early deployments shows their commitment toward expanding these capabilities further. Expansion goals seem ambitious as well. What can you tell us about those? LizCor's immediate focus lies in scaling up within Spain and Europe before potentially exploring markets beyond these regions. They're currently seeking seed funding for mass production while simultaneously working on developing additional safety technologies for climbing games like smart autobelay systems, which indicate a holistic approach towards enhancing both convenience and safety within this niche. Wrapping up then, Dustin, it seems like LizCor represents a significant step forward, not just for indoor climbing, but perhaps for physical sports activities in general? Absolutely, Jonathan. By bridging digital technology with active indoor bouldering experiences effectively, LizCor could drastically improve how individuals engage with this sport while offering gym operators deeper insights into enhancing operational efficiencies and user experiences alike. Thanks so much for breaking down those insights today. Thank you for having me discuss this exciting development in sports tech, Jonathan. 
And that's Beyond the Headlines for Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Lane. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app.